welcome to another Wrestling Wednesday here on the channel. And this time, rather exciting one for several reasons. Once we had the first ever annual AEW Awards. And secondly, we saw all the go-home shows for the Royal Rumble. So lots of stuff to unpack here and to talk about. And since last time I said I liked AEW better over the last few weeks than WWE, let's start with the superior brand right now, which in my opinion is AEW. If you disagree, call me uh, whatever you want to down in the comments. Um, but for now, I think AEW did a better job and that's why I start with AEW. And let's just start with the awards because they were kind of fun, kind of cheesy, kind of, let's be honest, half-assed. Like the intro and the hosting was a bit lame. Um, the acceptance speeches could have been funnier, I believe. A few were, were quite cool and uh, in character. A few were just too cheesy and boring. Um, and the presentation, those celebrity presentations, didn't really cut it for me. I mean, Shaq at least cut a promo, more on this later. But the rest was like, yeah, hey, I'm funny, but uh, actually I'm not. So, uh, well, but the awards, the awards themselves were kind of interesting because at least it's some unique award names, right? So, and let me just check also on my notes so I don't screw this up. One of the awards was best moment on the mic, which was very surprising, I believe, because the nominees were MJF with his We Deserve Better speech, which was awesome, I believe. Uh, Cody Rhodes uh, about the dog collar match, John Moxley, um, Brandy Rhodes uh, versus or confronts Jade, and then Orange Cassidy debating Chris Jericho. And the winner was Cody Rhodes accepts the dog collar match. So maybe that was just because it's a Brody Lee moment and they want to kind of honor him, but I think they could have done it in a different way. And it comes to best moment on the mic. I think there is no way around, well, Chris Jericho, but actually, let's be honest, MJF. MJF rocks and runs all things uh, with regarding the mic and AW. So he would have definitely deserved this. But luckily, he got another award, right? <laughs> Um, the biggest surprise uh, award was also handed out and it was, to no surprise, Sting's AW debut. And I'm kind of happy with this because the nominees are Matt Hardy's debut, okay, Jack the Snake confronts Cody, Brody Lee arrives as the exalted one, Sting and then Miro revealed as the best man. They're all cool events and it would be kind of cool to honor the late Brody Lee, of course, uh, John Hoover, but... I like that they didn't do it in this case because it would have been like a sympathy award and Sting was clearly the biggest get for AEW and the biggest surprise of them all. So that just makes sense and I think that's deserved and I don't think that Brody Lee, John Hoover would have won it like a sympathy award. So that that's, that's fine, I believe. Uh, we had a breakout star male and here you have Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston and John Silver and the winner was Darby Allen and it was nice that he really stuck to his character and did not celebrate this at all. It's like, yeah, cool. And then he just walked off. Nice. Um, breakout star female. We had a nominee, nominees Hikaru Shida, Anna Jay, Tay Conti, Big Swole and Penelope Ford. And of course, Shida Hikaru. <laughs> did I make say that? Shida won. <laughs> no cultural appropriation here. Um, I really tried. So Shida won. And then she had a quick, funny interaction on the mic um, with Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, uh, which was kind of funny. And Britt Baker tried to run away with, uh, with the award. That was nice that they just keep this back and forth. So, yeah, all, all good. 
Um, the biggest beatdown. That's a nice uh, category, I believe. We had Inner Circle, Jumps, Orange, Orange Cassidy, Dark Order attacks the Nightmare Family, Nyla Rose puts Ryo and Hikaru Shida through tables, Brian Cage, Sneak Attacks, John Moxley, or the Nightmare Family and the Inner Circle Brawl. And of course, the Inner Circle Jumping Orange Cassidy won here, and uh, Chris Jericho uh, and Sammy Guevara accepted uh, the awards very proudly. Um, and this is... Uh, like one moment where I thought this could have been better. They're both cool on the mic. They're like smart, like they have their back and forth, their banter and so on. Um, they tried to make it funny, but a bit too forced, I believe, and just didn't give it enough time. I think they just tried to make things up on the spot and it didn't really work that much. One of the cooler awards and more serious ones was the High Flyer Award, which um, saw the nominees of Ray Phoenix, Mark Quinn, Nick Jackson and Pack the Bastard. And the winner was, of course, Ray Phoenix. And Ray Phoenix actually uh, had a, like a quick acceptance speech in his not broken English, but Spanish English. Um, and he thanked the fans and says, yeah, I appreciate it. That's really cool. Um, thank you very much. Uh, gracias a todos. Animo. Uh, so he's happy with, with this. Nice. Uh, they also had the award of hardest moment to clean up after <laughs> uh, the nominees orange cassie drops orange juice on the inner circle i thought that that should have won because that must be a pain in the ass to clean up after the parking lot brawl the bunkhouse match or big swole dumps garbage on dr Britt baker and the winner was the parking lot bowl uh, but i mean of course you had trash there in the parking lot brawl so mm, probably was a pain in the ass to um to clean up after. Um, what was funny was that they actually g gave the award to Santana and Or Ortiz, uh, who were the ones be beat down and uh, lo losing the match. So, uh, why I, uh, what the, f <laughs> I got really upset and then just walked off. Uh, we had the biggest WTF moments um, Cody Rhodes, Steel Cage, Moonsault, Sammy Guevara hit by golf cart, Kenny Omega wins the AEW World Championship and walks out of AEW, bloody Dr. Brick Britt Baker versus Hick. Karoshida and Young Bucks frog splash off the stadium. I eh, guess you just have to have the Young Bucks in there a few times. And the winner obviously was Kenny Omega winning the World Championship and walking out and appearing on Impact afterwards. Um, I mean, any, any moment could have won that, I believe. I don't think that this moment was so WTF. <laughs> and they sold it like nobody expected that. And uh, if you follow the dirt sheets, uh, you did expect it. Um, okay, they, they had also had the LOL award. Um, Jericho and MJF, Ladina Debonair, Britt Baker, Waxes, Tony Schiavone, Young Bucks kick MJF into a pool and Inner Circle Vegas trip. And the winner was Young Bucks kicking MJF into a pool on uh, the Jericho cruise. And then MJF got the award, and first he was like, yeah, finally I get an award, I get being recognized. And then Britt Baker tells him, like, off-air, kind of like, hey, it's because they kicked you in the pool. And then he turns all serious and explains, like, how that's an outrage. And technically, that pool was on a cruise ship, and that cruise ship was on the ocean, and so maritime law applies, and this means it didn't count. <laughs> and then he just walked off. Uh, fantastic argument. Can't argue with this, obviously, because, I mean, maritime law, so you can't argue with this. Um, <laughs> well done. Uh, at least he, he stuck to his character there. He also had an award called Best Twitter Follow, mm. and MJF, Orange Cassidy, Britt Baker, and Nyla Rose, and Nyla Rose won. I think it's a very subjective award, obviously. Uh, I don't follow Nyla Rose, to be honest, but uh, apparently she has some decent 
decent tweets on there. I would have thought MJF would make the most sense because he always sticks to his character. But okay. And then lastly, the Bleacher Report PPV moment of the year um, with the celebrity presenter Shaquille O'Neal and Shaquille O'Neal also dropping a promo on Cody Rhodes telling him any place, any time. In fact, let's make it March. And then we saw the, the, the PPV moments. Uh, the nominees, Stadium Stampede, Moxley wins the championship, Sheeta wins the championship, Omega and Paige defeat the Young Bucks, Darby Allen wins TNT title from Cody, and the Young Bucks win the AEW title. And the winner was, of course, the Stadium Stampede, because that was really pretty cool and something different, new, uh, and so a worthy winner here, I believe. So that's the, that's the award show. Something to, 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 to build upon, I believe. Uh, a few funny awards, a few funny moments. Um, of course, they probably would have made it bigger with an audience and more fun with an audience, but um, they did the best I think they could do in this case. Didn't make it too long, like all done within 30 minutes. Not like the WWE. I almost had a bad word. Uh, award show. Um, so, yeah, all good, I believe, and mostly the decent picks, I believe. Um, can then go to AEW Dynamite where we then saw some nice action again and um, they kicked off with Chris Jericho and MJF um, with the inner circle around of course versus the Varsity Blondes which are Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. still obviously also uh, donning the Pillman haircut <laughs> and it was a pretty cool match and the, the Varsity Blondes which is a stupid name but the Varsity Blondes um, they actually showed off a little bit. They had like lots of time to, to really show off some uh, moves, some offense, uh, both guys. Pretty cool. So that was a nice back and forth. Um, they, Pil Pillman even sh could show off like his, his strength a little bit, which was nice. Um, and then the finish, of course, was, was kind, of, kind of interesting. Um, uh, a Ju Judas effect. Um, and then a line soul at the end. The line soul was obviously totally uh, not not necessary, um, but he wanted to show it because he f fucked it up last week, and so he wanted to show it one more time. And of course, the inner inner circle won then. Uh, but it was a r really nice um, back and forth, and quite quite a nice uh, showcase for the varsity blondes. Um, they then show again the the video of of. Uh, Shaq, how he is insulting Cody and so on, a um, few segments in between, which was nice. Um, then Red Velvet came also. Uh, we saw like then a promo Cody in the ring and Arn Anderson talking to Cody, interviewed by Shawoni. Uh, then um, Red Velvet came out and says, she gonna kick Jade's ass. Um, she called her bitch or something. And then JR said something. Oh, she called her bitch. That means she's serious. Uh, thanks for this, JR. Uh, so that was fun. Um, so I guess we have a match with Shaquille O'Neal versus Cody Rhodes. Do we want to see 50-something-year-old Shaquille O'Neal in a wrestling ring? I guess we want... Who knows? Let's see what they make uh, of that. Then we had Hangman Adam Page um, wrestling, facing off uh, with Ryan Nemeth. And Ryan Nemeth, obviously, uh, the, the younger brother of Dolph Ziggler. And I thought I missed something, but I think that was his AW debut, actually. And apparently he was signed to WWE, but then they let him go because they only considered him to be a 
Dolph Ziggler's younger brother, so he's like, I have to win by myself and so on. Um, it was also not a bad match, I believe. Um, also with with Nemeth showing some 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 really nice skills, I believe. Um, of course, then Hangman won, and then we saw uh, Hardy coming down, talking to Adam Page like a like like some psychology thing. So I know what you're going through. I've seen what you're doing and how you're living and where you're changing. You're changing somewhere out there, far away from everybody. I have a big locker room. You can use it any time. A bit creepy. Um, let's let's see where where this goes. I guess um, we then had. Jungle Boy defeating Dex Harwood and that's one of the things um, I mean it's a good match so Jungle Boy I just don't like the Jurassic Express it's a gimmick and, and I'm just not a big fan of that while I obviously like FTR um, the matches have nothing to complain about a uh, uh, good back and forth I think um had enough time to showcase everything and jungle boy actually didn't pull it off in the end um because uh you know like what what happened to um then ftr being like handcuffed to uh to avoid them uh intervening and so on yeah so nice back and forth um pretty long i i think like i was wondering that they got got so much time um and then, of course, after the match, then uh, we had uh, Tully intervening and Cash Wheeler uh, in interfering, but they couldn't interfere in a way that uh, they would have helped Dax to win the whole thing. I wonder where this goes from here. Does it now extend the rivalry and we get more of that again? They have decent matches and then FTR just can fight everybody, of course, but I'm just not the biggest fan of the Jurassic Express. I'm sorry. Um, then we had Team Taz responding to Sting and Darby Allen because we saw like their promo and so on. Um, then we had Dr. Britt Baker DMD in action again and she defeated uh, Shayna. Mm, I think they could do better, but still, like back and forth, actually, even Shayna in charge but rebel came out with dr Britt baker and then she distracted the official and so then Britt baker turned the tights and actually won um after the match baker with a curb stomp on Shayna, the lockjaw then um uh, and then thunder rosa's music played and they, she uh, chased baker and rebel away building to thunder rosa versus dr Britt baker obviously um okay what else did we have Oh, of course, announcements for Beach Break, which will, and I wrote it down so I don't mess it up again. Uh, for Beach Break, we will see AEW Tag Team Championship, number one contenders, Battle Royal, Top Flight, Private Party, Jurassic Express, FTR, Jericho and MJF, Evil, Uno and Stu Grayson, Santana and Ortiz, Sammy Hager, and The Acclaimed. Also, of course, the Young Bucks are in the Battle, battle Royal. Uh, and if they win, they choose their opponents because they're young bucks. Um, so then also we also have Dr. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Of course, we have Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian sweating with the best man, Miro, of course. And we have Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus John Moxley, Pack, and Ray Phoenix. And John Moxley actually, actually cut a nice promo here um, from somewhere in the streets 
wherever um and he's like i don't quite get why i'm in this team right now first we hate each other now we're supposed to fight together whatever i'm always into brawling i like it i enjoy a good six six man tag team match whatever guys boys you better get ready to have some fun or something like that so he tried to explain that he also doesn't know like why he's teaming with those guys but let's make the best of it and let's have a fun brawl and because he likes brawls so yeah okay um that should be fun i believe then what else did we see we also saw um then the young bucks of course and the good brothers defeating the dark order um which interestingly enough was um that the announcers actually called uh, or mentioned the bullet club name are they allowed to do this <laughs> uh <laughs> anyways uh it was that was that was i mean it's always nice if you see those guys right i mean they they don't they can't have really bad bad matches i believe that also of course uh like went on forever um and ended like we expected it of course they would uh the young bucks and the good brothers would win this uh, there was no question i i believe um and after the match then matt actually said hey next week at a tag team battle royal um they can handpick their op opponents for revolution and man matt said like again like very slowly and repeated it could be anybody and then he looked at the good brothers and then they posted that too sweet uh then ray phoenix ran out attacked the good brothers but obviously he was overwhelmed uh with the numbers advantage then they set up a magic killer then moxley went out to make the save and phoenix then took out the good brothers with a like tope suicida i miss Mauro ronaldo um kenny omega ran out to attack john moxley moxley spiked him with a paradigm shift and then moxley and phoenix post to close down the show <laughs> overall i think there was a decent episode of dynamite and uh, they had better ones they had worse ones it, then it never really sucks of course right i mean they could could be better ones yes but the segments kind of make sense they try to explain everything i still enjoy watching it um and the time just flies by very fast unlike with other wrestling programs and let's just get over let's just get over with it right let's talk raw <laughs> so raw we started off with drew mcintyre that's that's my best childish accent um he's back uh he's now okay from uh, COVID. all good so him him and goldberg face off the mist and teases his money in the bank cash in because he's still mr money in the bank i really hope the miss pull so of course it's not going to happen but it would be amazing if they would let the miss pull it off again I, I i'm rooting so much for him right now um but yeah well goldberg face to face with drew mcintyre <laughs> sorry it's like you me sunday you're next it's 2021 and we see goldberg in a main event I saw lots of lots of um, reviews, blogs, and so on that actually thought it was good. It's Goldberg in 2021. What are you doing? 
there's one old athlete that I want athlete that I want to see these days, and his name is Tom Brady. <laughs> Anybody else who's that old is not supposed to be in the limelight main event or whatever. Goldberg, you should never be next again. Um, what else do we have? We had Charlotte Flair and Shayna Baszler. Uh, no, not not really. Um, <laughs> this is also uh, anything with Charlotte right now is just so annoying. <laughs> like this Ric Flair thing. I, I don't. I mean, they have him on on the show. I guess because he's recognizable. Everyone knows his name. Woo! Uh, hi, Michael Chandler from the UFC. Mm. But it's just really, 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 really cringeworthy. Uh, so then Flair would defeat Baszler via DQ, but then because of all the stuff that happened, we had Flair and Rose and Brooke then fighting Baszler, Jackson Evans, and Flair and Rose and Brooke, of course, defeated her, and then Baszler, Jackson Evans defeated Flair and Rose and Brooke because uh, they restarted it because apparently they stopped it too soon and then they had more time to... That was just annoying, and oh my god, D minus. If I would grade it, that is terrible. And WWE needs to let go of this. This is just, this is just annoying. Um, we had then Xavier Woods featuring uh, featuring versus Slapjack, and of course all of Retribution, and it continues. Yeah, Mustafa Ali, of course, um, raging vendetta against Kofi. Um, of course, they tortured Xavier again. Uh, and, well, yeah, since <laughs> it is, this is kind of nice so that they have got continui continuity, um, they have continuity um, in, in the end when they beat uh, Xavier down and Ali sitting in front of Woods and addressing him and saying, like, oh, this talk of being a king of the ring, but you should look like a peasant now because they beat him up. And he told Woods to deliver a message to Kingston. Uh, so Kofi cannot compete because of injury. There's a replacement in his name, Mustafa Ali. And it was basically was what happened last time when Ali got injured. Kofi took his place, and we, this led to Kofi mania, right? So, hmm. I mean, at least the storytelling is there. Uh, so that's decent. Can't complain here. Then we had Matt Riddle and R-Truth interrupting the VIP lounge. And uh, I mean, R-Truth, it's cool that he's hanging in there, but... and. Yo, bro, riddle. <laughs> that this just this just needs to needs to stop at some point. Not great. We had Seamus versus John Morrison. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I like John Morrison. I do, but I'm not a big fan of Seamus. And of course, um, Seamus eventually ran over uh, Morrison. Then Miss came out and challenged Seamus to a two-on-one match for whatever reason and then we had Seamus versus John Morrison and the Miss of course um, and then <laughs> Miss and Morrison defeated Seamus but I mean why like two and one yeah con congratulations um, don't get it to be honest don't get it I uh, don't like it yeah Miss and Morrison are heels and like scared cowards and so on but that's just not great. Um, then we had R-Truth versus AJ Styles because R-Truth said he wants to participate in, I don't know which 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 wrong pay-per-view he mentioned. Um, so then AJ Styles says, hey, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, if you defeat me, you can have my spot in the Royal Rumble. So that's that's then how 
they fought and of course uh, AJ Styles defeated R-Truth oh, nice. the cool thing was that Truth uh, like actually showed some John Cena offense with like a five knuckle shuffle and he tried the STF which was kind of fun um, but of course AJ Styles reversed calf, calf crusher and then that's it um, there was no reason for that <laughs> uh, I do enjoy seeing R-Truth once in a while um, but there's just no reason for that I then had Alexa's playground Alexa being all creepy again Again, probably I'm too old, not the right target audience. I think it's stupid. Uh, lots of people online seem to enjoy her acting and like talking to her invisible fiend. Okay. Um, then we had a gauntlet match, match between Riddle and the Hurt Business. And of course, Riddle would run through it, which was uh, well done. It showed like that Alexander had Riddle beat a few times, but was too cocky with his pinfall attempts, and it cost him eventually, which now means that Riddle gets a shot at the title. Um, so nice. After that, of course, Bobby Lashley um, took Riddle uh, and put him into the hurt lock and then left him uh, lying there. We then got Edge's announcement, and Edge, being 135 years old, um, unlike Goldberg, I don't mind seeing Edge and his promo. Like it was just a, it was a pre-recorded promo, really, really good. Um, goosebumps one more time, and lots of people said it should have been a surprise. But I agree with like what others also say that this would have been wasted because there is no audience right now. Um, so in the Thunderdome, so uh, they announced it prior to the Royal Rumble, so that more people might tune in. People like me who really like Edge, so that was cool. Yeah, that was a really cool promo. Edge is the man. Yes. Then we got the uh, the the main event, the Raw Women's Championship match between Asuka and Alexa Bliss, and back and forth, lights out, Alexa going crazy, blah blah blah. We know it. And then, um, obviously, out of nowhere, RKO Randy Orton taking out Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that was too expected. Uh, meaning Bliss defeats Asuka by DQ, but no title change, of course. Um, this will lead eventually to the fiend hunting down Randy Orton, obviously. Okay, um, overall, let's not. Let's hope the Royal Rumble will make up for that. Um, then we had SmackDown. Yay! Usually, right now, outperforming Raw. So I, I was always, I mean, before looking, I'm always looking forward to SmackDown more than I look forward to Raw. Opening segment was decent with Adam Pierce and then uh, of course Roman and Paul Heyman, um, Kevin Owens and so on. That was kind of nice. Um, then we saw the Riot Squad versus Charlotte and Asuka. <laughs> I'm just not a big fan of like seeing them everywhere all the time. Um, but yeah. It was a decent match back and forth. They're all, they're all rather good in the ring, I believe. Um, I enjoy that uh, if it's not too long. So it was all fine. Um, we saw, of course, the Empress of Tomorrow. And um, what's, what's Charlotte's nickname again? The Queen or something? I don't know. We saw Asuka and Charlotte uh, winning with Charlotte actually um, hitting natural selection. Then, yes, a wrestling match. Who would have thought that? Cesaro versus Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Just quickly being calm, quiet, and just enjoying that. Just it was way too short, um, and of course, Sigler goes for the zigzag. It never works. In the past ten years that I've been watching watching wrestling again, it has never worked. Dolph, it just doesn't. Cesaro caught him, hits the neutralizer, and then wins. Of course, uh, but it's just nice to see two wrestlers going at it. 
guys go to AW. Um, that was just nice. We also saw Sasha Banks, the boss, versus uh, versus Reginald. That was he was he he. I mean, he showed off some skills like flipping around, jumping around, and countering stuff. But eventually, uh, Sasha caught him with a bank statement and then got the victory. Also, completely unnecessary segment, I believe, and it's just a waste of talent here. Um, we had Biggie versus Apollo Cruz for the uh, IC title. Um, bell rang and Biggie just bam out of the gates, uh, blazing, which was interesting. Um, what wasn't cool was that Sami Zayn and interfered. I was really, th I really thought maybe they give us a good match for for a title on TV, but of course, go home show. Um, Actually, it's not a go-home show. Raw was a go-home show. SmackDown wasn't. Huh. So they could have done something here. But they didn't. So, yeah, well, what can we do? Sami Zayn came out. Um, Helluva kicks to both. No contest. Um, we had the obstacle challenge again between Bailey and Bianca Belair. Then we had King Corbin versus Dominic Mysterio. Um, that was not as long as I thought it would go. Like I thought it would go a little bit longer at least. Um, with at the end, Corbin, end of days. Um, I don't know what to say. I thought like they give it a bit more of a build or something or just have a screwy finish to build upon that. But, hmm. <laughs> So I thought I, I said like I, I enjoy SmackDown usually more. Um, well, yeah, I do. But w when when Heyman and Pierce was actually kind of announced, uh, I, I thought I saw people like on Twitter being like, "Are they serious right now?" Um, and then of course Heyman came out, made his way to the ring, then he pretended pretended to be hurt. Um, did the same thing that Pierce did last time, right? Um, replacement was Reigns. Then Reigns came to the ring. Superman punch. Uh, of course, Pierce couldn't really come back then kevin owens comes out uh, attacking attacking roman uh and then of course brawling out and so on all right oh yeah and then the nice thing was actually like the stunner by owens and then the pop-up power pump, pump of uh, bomb of course um so some highlights something also quite um, i don't know Something just doesn't make sense, like this obstacle course and stuff like this. But I think there's less BS on SmackDown than there is, there is on Raw. And so I still enjoy SmackDown a little bit more. Maybe also because I just like the performers on there a little bit more. So, as this is the last video before the Royal Rumble, the last wrestling video. <coughs> Prediction time for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> well, I'm just going to predict the the main matches i would i would say so which are the championship matches and then also the royal rumble itself <laughs> so i think champion i'm i'm afraid that they will go with goldberg so that goldberg is the interim champ and then they can have someone take the belt from goldberg in saudi arabia or something um hmm. why else would they reactivate him then uh, I do think Roman Reigns keeps the title. It should be like a cool match. KO always like delivers. So I'm assuming this will be uh, a great match, but Roman's going to retain into WrestleMania and for the Royal Rumble. Hmm. 
it's hard because I really, really want Edge to win, obviously. But I'm not, I'm not sure if they will go with it, especially if the, if there are no fans. Like with fans, they might give the fans something that they want. Without, maybe they go for something that they want. So, a heel victory uh, in the Rumble. Hmm. Also, to be fair. I haven't been that excited about Royal Rumbles over the past anymore. Yeah, last year Edge's return was amazing, but the Rumble itself, decentish, but not that great, right? So, hmm, I think the last good one was in the one with AJ Styles back then when he debuted. Um, other than that, uh, maybe I have to make another video before the Royal Rumble where I, where I go through my predictions because right now I'm really torn. So I'm hoping Edge will pull it off. But I just think there's too much that could go wrong in between. But Randy Orton is busy with Alexa, so maybe he's not interfering with Edge anymore. So who knows? Rated R superstar for the win. One more, one last run for the old man would be cool. Not for Goldberg, for Edge. <laughs> Let me know what you think. I'm happy to discuss predictions, and then I'll see you next week with the recap of the Royal Rumble. Um, recapping how Roman won, how Drew got screwed out of it, and how someone completely unnecessary, Triple H, won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'll see you then. Take care.